to the Save Room Reviews, where we review video games, movies, and sometimes restaurants, like Olive Garden, because that's where family matters. <laughs> <laughs> There's That's what the Sonic movie is about, family, through and through. Really, though? Yeah. Uh, it is, like, next akin to a Fast and the Furious The family movie. you choose. The family that didn't know you were there, mm-hmm. watching them like an alien stalker. Just watching them through the window as they sit down to their marinara pastas and their uh what does he watch speed with them he watches speed from outside and for some reason they don't hear somebody mouthing all of the lines to speed he knows it all like he's a big keanu fan i want somebody to do like a super cut where there's a horror trailer (laughs) of this film wasn't that the first trailer with the original design (laughs) (laughs) i still want that movie yeah i'm gonna tell you that although now see now having seen sonic the hedgehog the movie Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine a world with that horrible teeth mouth monster, mm-hmm. like rolling up into a ball. Oh god! And stuff be, like that. It'd be a monstrosity. A monstrosity, sir. Yeah, a monstroso. <laughs> it almost says like because Robotnik creates uh, monsters and machines. I feel like that would be his rejected version of Sonic that he created in a lab to like go after Sonic. It's like that scene in Alien Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Like you walk into the lab and there's a bunch of different like, like the Sonics rejected and tubes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's a tail sticking out of his belly. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like fucking tall 2006 Sonic comes in there with a flamethrower going, no way, Jose, and <laughs> no starts way. fucking dousing it. Eat lead, rejects. <laughs> Release uh, the Fowler cut. Yeah, I'm that's, that's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> Release the Fowler cut. That's what I'm gonna... <laughs> so we saw yeah. this movie this weekend. We um, sure did. It finally came out after, what, like six months or so of delays. Uh, this movie was originally supposed to come out in fall of 2019, but there was a shit ton of fan backlash uh, against that original design. People hated really? it. Yeah, they did not like it. I was one of those people where I'm like, I loved it. Is, did you? I loved its face. You, you're the only champion it's for slender it. Slender hands. It's 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 his, his, it's many teeth. I can only refer to it as it. Like I know it's <laughs> supposed to be like yeah, it's Sonic. He's Sonic. Yeah. But like I, you have to distance yourself from it. thinking that that thing felt empathy, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but I actually uh, like real shit. Mm-hmm. I do like the new design and seeing oh, yeah. it in the full fledged film, like it, it worked. worked. It was it was yeah. better than i thought right because i think the way that they try and bring his world to the real world uh, montana specifically where mm. the the main story takes place it was feels it montana like, yeah montana. you were really paying attention uh i had to do some research on i that. was drinking well because they said the pacific northwest and i was like okay does it take place in oregon or washington and then i looked it up no it takes place in uh green hills montana um, they consider that pnw montana I it's just the next door over really yeah i wouldn't you think they like ipas over there like we we try to like have a meeting of the mind with people from Montana, like holding IPA, no, they, they reject like, us. They like the uh, Montucky cold snacks. What the? Fuck? They're like midwestern PBRs. They have like horses on them. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Horses yeah. are no bueno. For horses me. are no bueno. That's a no go. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I think they did a good job at bringing Sonic's world to the real world and making it kind of feel like organic. Like his style wasn't overdone. It fit very nicely within everything. There's a couple of ways that you could have gone with this, mm-hmm. and I, I actually think they probably chose the best route to go with it yeah instead of doing like what you know in 1993 we got with super mario which was go full tilt to try to make that yeah, world make real. It super weird and it just looked like, like a fucking acid trip it's just a bizarre bizarre acid well because they tried to spill so much of like that mario koopa verse into oh, new yeah. york and it just like some of it worked some of it was really weird Something's gotta like, start, okay, man. okay so right. I'm, I'm supposed to believe that there's this underground crime belly of uh koopas and they look like tall lizard people. Uh, it was weird. Can we talk about the small-headed ones? The, the small-headed goombas? ones specifically. Small, they're supposed to be goombas. Yeah. It's got a little tiny, like, uh, tennis, tennis-sized head. And that's something that I had to live with since I was a kid, yeah. right? I close my eyes and I see it. I t- <laughs> 
I hear it. I, I see them w- it, waving back and forth in the elevator scene still. It's funny because I feel like that's one of the first, like, attempts at a true video game adaptation that we got. And that was, like, what, in the mid-90s? 1993, 1993, man. I think. John Leguizamo and the other guy. It's, it's funny. I don't know who, who played Mario. I keep forgetting. Oh, uh, wow. You made me forget his name by... Oh. Jo- Joe Pesci? No, it's no. not Joe Pesci. <laughs> Damn it. It's Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Yeah, okay. he was in Hook. Oh, okay. Yeah, he played Smee in Hook. He was also in a movie uh, with Jet Li called Danny the Dog. But uh, <laughs> in the US, they released it as Unleashed because they thought that sounded more badass. Oh, that's that movie? That's that movie. Oh, Bob shit. Hoskins, man. Okay. Yeah. Once upon a time ago, he was liked for the part of Wolverine. People hmm. are like, oh, yeah, because he... He fit the description of the comics a little bit more because it's like, oh, Wolverine's supposed to be like five foot four in okay. the comics. A little guy, a little big bulky guy. With yeah, his, a powerhouse his, of a yeah. vengeance. Yeah, Bob Hoskins. Rest in peace, man. Well, I'm glad we got that Hugh movie's Jackman. still dog shit. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I like Bob Hoskins and I like Johnny Lequizamo. Yeah. And Daisy was cute as fuck in that movie. Yeah. But and even like their attempt at like what was supposed to be Yoshi. Right. You know, not too bad. Right, but that movie is a sin. That movie sucks. <laughs> it's it's no sin. wonder they didn't make a second one. What do you at mean? least with Sonic. 2020 i know we're gonna get a sequel you you really think so oh yeah okay. I, th- I think this movie is the closest thing that we've gotten to a good video game adaptation in a really long time save for maybe like last year's detective pikachu but this is definitely the best shot mm-hmm. at a sonic movie adaptation we'll ever get probably <laughs> yeah probably. like they did the best they could and honestly like it worked for what it was if this movie came out 10 years ago it would be too eerie because i don't think they would have nailed the cgi mm-hmm. enough like the cgi was it was constant, mm-hmm. but inobtrusive. So it's funny. They, um, I did some research on this, and apparently they took notes from Fox's Ted. Like the way that Ted interacts with Mark Wahlberg in those movies, they kind of wanted that sort of like CGI dynamism. No wonder the movie is a buddy comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a buddy comedy between him and James Marsden, mm-hmm. uh, your favorite Cyclops. Of course. He's my yeah. favorite. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about how much you like James Marsden. <sighs> You know, he's he's one of those actors that I always felt lukewarm about. I just didn't like his Why? Cyclops at he's all. So he's he's a chiseled man's man. I think I liked him far more in Westworld. And this, like, I found yeah. I found him passable in this. Actually likable even at times. He was he was playing an affable character. Yeah. However, it is sometimes surprising because mm-hmm. James Marsden doesn't know how to like always land the emotion for mm-hmm. some reason. So when he's like telling jokes, you have to listen and then taste the words and be like Oh, he's being funny right now. Mm. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But I, I grew to like him more and more mm. throughout the uh, the run of it. I like their dynamic. I like Sonic and James Marsden. Yeah. I, do, I did like that. They they had probably the best dynamic, although I, I wish Sonic and Robotnik had the better pit for Pat. But like I felt like Jim Carrey's lines were so kind of like uneven across the the script. How do you want to How do you want to get into this? Do how do I want to get into it? Do we want to um, say stuff before we get into full blown speedster spoilers? So, ooh, you want to go full yeah. speed for the the spoilers? Yeah, full That's full <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me let me do some facts real quick. Okay, what? Let's, let's talk, do some overview of this. Am I being movie. tested at the end of this? No, not at all, not at all. Fantastic. But I might test you with my love for fail. Sonic by the end. Oh lord! Actually, madam. can I get a pulse real quick? What What is your your lineage with Sonic? My lineage was Sonic. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I get a bad rap when I when I talk about Sonic. People think that that I have like a really hard opinion about the do. Sonic. No, 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 dude. Like, no. <laughs> it, no. Let me put it simply, right? Let me be like fair. I'm being even mm-hmm. keel, Kevin, right now. All right. Okay. Uh, I just think that by and large, the Sonic games uh, fucking suck. 
<laughs> and there's a few exceptions, right? But like when I when I do a pivot table in Excel of all mm-hmm. the seventy plus fucking Sonic games, mm-hmm. they they all go in the red. It goes like, oh man, these are all fucking suck territory. And then there's some gems, mm-hmm. right? There's some gems. Sure, some chaos emeralds that right. you really want to savor and hold. Sure, on to. you want to hold on to those yeah. puppies. Which ones are those for you? They aren't for me, actually, to be honest with you, because I don't really like even the good Sonic it's, games. It's funny, because I was laying in bed the other night, and I don't know what I was doing. I was either playing a game or Let's watching think something. about Sonic. And I heard, I heard Sonic music coming out of your room, and I was like, is he watching a video? And then I heard, like the motions of something what would be a sonic enthusiast going through a level and then i presumably you died and the level started over and so i heard the music kick back in again and i was like wait a minute are you playing so i texted you first i was like are you playing sonic and you, did didn't, re- you didn't respond quick enough i did not respond so i literally it. fucking jumped off you my gotta bed be fast in matters of sonic bed dash across the apartment fucking i fucking <laughs> rolled right over clem yeah. and i rolled into your bedroom and i fucking stopped on a dime sure, i was like are sure. you watching are you playing sonic in here and you're like you, i don't even think you really wanted to to answer i didn't even want to have a discussion <laughs> about it really i just had a morbid curiosity was it a thought experiment it was a thought experiment because okay. i i remembered it was free nps plus because mm-hmm. no i did not purchase it of sure. my own volition I said, if it's free, much in the same way that, like, you know, there's free cookies (laughs) at an office meeting or something right like i'm gonna i'm gonna take one right i'm gonna take one so i took it and i played it i had an interest and he's talking about the what is it 2017 sonic mania the sonic mania which is a great game which is like a throwback to the the genesis classics which i have no legacy with Mm -hmm. that's that's part of the thing and i i just wasn't having a good time with it (laughs) Because I don't, I I just don't like 2D Sonic. I don't sure. know why. Like, it, it's just, I've always preferred Mario, right? Okay. I'm not trying to do, I'm not even trying to pull that game of like, this one's better and this one's not better. Because they're different. But let's get real. Mario's mm-hmm. better no matter, even how different they are. Oh, let's not but, do the uh, console war no, thing it, there, because we're going to do it on and off throughout the episode. Not, it's not a war, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know that you make the argument that fucking Mario is for the people. He is blue collar. He's out there just chasing love like we all are. But sure. Sonic is like the cooler uncle. Or the cooler brother, or the cooler whatever. Because I don't want to think cool. of him as my uncle. I don't know why. He's rad, dude. He fucking snowboards. Okay. He eats chili dogs. Oh. Um. He knows how to play paddleball. Apparently, according to this movie, he does a lot of things in the film. He dates real live women. Dates uh, women, uh, according to 2006's Sonic. Hey, you know, <laughs> it may not have gone that way. Mm-hmm. History. If the coin flipped the other direction and landed on Tails... We would have had a movie where Tails was the, the, the main star. Not even. No, the original design for Sonic was a goddamn nightmare. And no, oh, yeah, no, rewind. See, time is a flat circle. Mm-hmm. This whole bad movie Sonic, it's just like things going back to what they were. Because Japan's original pitch was like, we want something that's not Mario. Implicitly not Mario. Something that's cool, edgy. And they came up with this fucking vampire-looking motherfucker. Big teeth, gold chain, and he's holding on to a big-breasted woman. He looks like Jared Leto is Mobius. Like, crossovered with uh, Morbius. Yeah, Morbius. Jared Leto is Mobius. Waka, waka, waka. No, I'm thinking Moby. <laughs> God damn it! Different. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of beers through this one. Oh Just yeah, this, in, baby. this is gonna be a drink cast for this sure. Is a as, drink cast. As most of our reviews yeah. or um, save room uh, quick saves go. I'm just saying it could have been worse, right? Mm-hmm. And your favorite fucking blue thunder or whatever he's called the blue devil the blue blur could have looked more like the jersey devil he could have <laughs> all right there's a character in this movie who explicitly thinks he's hunting him like he is the jersey devil that's cool which i, is, I actually thought that was great. fun honestly i liked how they baked it in the real world but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying i'm not it's not like i i actually have a couple of sonic games that i love okay. i will i will put this out on the record sure. to appease you my dear friend big sonic fan which, there's two games which ones 
there one of them is sonic adventure 2 that's a great one much respect love and then the second one is the demo disc for sonic adventure 1 on the dreamcast i don't think i actually played the full game mm. but i really enjoyed that demo there's a whale that was a good it. one yeah yeah when you're in the beginning area and those are my two my two favorite sonic games okay. of all time Th- those are good ones i yeah. admittedly have never gotten through sonic adventure 1 because it was too hard for me as a kid for some reason like yeah, I, I got hard. through like the first two Probably areas. Probably because it's so fucking janky. It's the game. really janky. It's a real janky. Like the game. 3D Sonic games are fucking like a janky mess. They only got good in like the recent years with like Sonic. Uh, 2006. Sonic Generations. I 2006. Would say. <laughs> but where'd we go with this? Sonic we got to review this movie. Sonic Adventure Two, though, I think is a standout game because you Let's get to play as all the characters. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that a little more later. You get to play as gonna... all the characters, all the famous characters well, that made it in the film. No, because huh? you get um, huh? you get a version of the campaign where you play as the good guys. So Sonic Tail. The only shadow in this film was Sonic's depression oh and that's a true thing I can't believe that's it a is, real statement about this true. film this movie was about uh, <laughs> hedgehoggian loneliness <laughs> yeah. it was very uh, existential and sad and it really uh, tugged at my heartstrings but so my love for the franchise is I I, grew, it's, I told you the other day it's my longest running franchise that I've, I've loved I started at the tender age of three my grandmother got me into the Sonic games we had a, the 16 pit uh, Sega Master System back in the day oh what and she would uh, put on Sonic 1 and I watch her play it and I'm, I'm, like, a, I'm always confused what that, that is that, I, they're the like Master fucking System four different like the, versions the one of before it. Genesis I think so yeah there's the okay. Master System there's a Genesis there's the Mega Drive there's a 32 bit what so many Segas okay but yeah so like I would watch her play it and then like I got my hands on it and I really really liked it and like so she would play a lot of that Sonic 2 and then like Sonic Spinball because she was really into pinball so it was sort of our thing makes that, sense yeah. yeah it was one of those things that we would do when I was growing up like I would just kind of watch her play on my belly like in my oh, that's our, sweet. Our, our, uh, where were we Tamarack Tamarack Florida I just watched her play oh my god uh, back in the day and I just grew to love it from there and I just kept playing the games as I got older and older and I think over time like the games definitely got worse like some of the best games are obviously in like the former years so like 90 to like 99 2000 those are where the best games kind of lie um but we've definitely seen an ushering of like good retro callbacks with mania generations sure. definitely not colors um <laughs> so but what's the one with uh where he's a werewolf unleashed unleashed, unleashed is great unleashed danny is... the dog bob hoskins podcast there we go. <laughs> but so it's it's one of those ones that's always I was kinda... actually say podcast complete but yep. i just went podcast we did it <laughs> like <laughs> we've completed the arc there you go but no it's always been one of those franchises that's been kind of beloved to me and whenever there was an opportunity to, growing up to replay them i would try so like when they did like the sonic mega collection that they put on ps3 or like the sonic collections that were on gamecube like I would pick them up and play them because, like, I wanted to play those old games because I, I lost my like Segas like long ago. Like, I think when I where they go? Well, I was I was in a weird living situation with my mom, stepdad, and when we up and left, like, I lost all my video games. Oh. So like, there was a time where I didn't have segas to play so i would play at like day camp and the kids would crowd around and watch me like speed run sonic one i'm or, sorry nothing breaks my heart or, more than lost or stolen video games mm-hmm. like it, it, it's just a thing that upsets me because it's it's happened to me mm-hmm. and it, it, it sticks to you okay it's sad. it sticks to your psyche i had to I'm learn how saying. to love nintendo after that and that was rough <laughs> <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa 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 buddy whoa whoa life takes us in interesting ways yeah, yeah. Uh, just because uh, there's a left and right choice doesn't mean there's a wrong and right choice. All right, my friend? All right, my friend? Except for the one that's right. But yeah, all that to say, I I spent a lot of time loving those games. And now as like kind of, um, what would you call it? Like a lapsed fan of the the franchise? 
a, rel- a relapsing Sonic fan. Because I, like, I haven't kept up with all the shit. I didn't watch the cartoon growing up. I don't watch Sonic okay. X. Oh, no Underground? Or Sonic Heroes. I haven't watched any of that stuff. I hear it's cool. Like, okay. they just managed to make them cooler and cooler, but it's just, like, it's not really, like, what I like Sonic for, you know, to mm-hmm. be honest. Like, I'm more about the games. I don't really care about how he's, like, interacting with his elite task force of echidnas like you know it's <laughs> it's really like not my flavor but yeah so i kind of dropped off and then it was like when they came back out with like generations and mania i was like oh cool this shit sings to me again no actually i'm sorry it was sonic uh four when they kind of did the tail telltale thing where they did episodes they released sonic oh, they four, episode, episode one, one one and two and right? two and i was like oh these are great throwbacks like they remixed old I thought levels people did, like those weren't super well received they're fine but i thought they were pretty serviceable in terms of like how the old okay. games felt All um right. so yeah i feel like we're definitely on a timeline now where sonic's getting back on track back on the loop-de-loop and and yeah and, sonic forces and speeding his way back into people's hearts <laughs> yeah so. that's we got so many good examples that's that's definitely one of them. All these games are really tight, dude. Really <laughs> tight mechanically. A lot of replay value, and a lot of them really score in the forties to seventies sometimes. Listen, there's seventy of them. You're gonna have some hits. You're gonna have some misses. They throw a sonic dart right in between those ranges, right there. <laughs> <laughs> so let me um, throw down yeah. some facts before we get into this movie talk. Uh, real yeah, quick. what are these we're facts? Gonna, we're gonna call them either the, the chaos facts or gotta go fast facts. Gotta go fast facts. Which one do you like more? Um, neither, honestly. Okay, if I had to really go down the middle of the road there. How about um, just Sonic Troops. Okay. The next game, Sonic Troops. We're not going to use Nintendo that one. Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Just a more dramatic take on Sonic. <laughs> Wasn't there like a, a pitch for like a post-apocalyptic Sonic game? Like, I don't know if it I was. I thought like, that was Forces, right? Oh, yeah, maybe it was. Like the key art for it, like j- just showed him out there looking like it's like a shot out of Book of Eli. Like him and a- Amy hanging off like the edge of a cliff looking at the end of the world. Yeah, basically. Give me that Sharing game. Sharing a chili dog. Give me that game. Give me my Fallout slash Sonic game that I've been craving for so long. You still wouldn't fucking play it. <laughs> so it doesn't fucking matter. You know me too well. Anyway, these are the Chaos Facts. Released mm. on February 14th, 2020. It w- this was a movie about love, I- indeed, in the, the <laughs> deepest level. Yeah, um, directed by Jeff Fowler with a script by Pat Casey, who did some movies that I'm not too aware of. Golan, The Insatiable, and National Lampoon's Dorm Days 2. And Josh Miller, who also worked on those same two things, as well as a film called Hey, Stop Stabbing Me, (laughs) Uh, produced by Paramount Pictures. Uh, This is actually Jeff Fowler's directorial debut. Why not? Directorial debut. Got it. Nailed it. Debut. Debut. Uh, Had a budget of $95 million, current worldwide gross of $110 million. Does that 95 encompass the... The uh, reshoots and everything? uh, The the recombobulation of Sonic's facial features. It kind of has to. It has to? Like, it has... That's, like, that's budget and time and money that got worked into maybe their initial or maybe drove the budget higher i thought originally there's like there's a report going like oh it cost 30 millions to fix his fucking face and it turned out it was like just like three million bucks one executive was like okay i guess i can't i gotta cancel my Cybertruck pre-order this year (laughs) here's the thing they already had like the framework of how he was going to interact in like most scenes like body wise so it's just changing the face and getting to match like animation wise right dude you can do that with any movie like you can replace all of the avengers with teletubbies that's the modern miracle of technology i would hate that film why would you hate that uh (laughs) You see a Uteblast, but it's like the Care Bear heart coming out of him. <laughs> I'd pay good money for that trick. Actually, what if each Teletubby was representative of like the Infinity Stones, and when you get them together, they just destroy worlds? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a film I want. <laughs> Fucking, what's, I don't even know any of their names. Like Rascal the Teletubby, Teletubby just like snaps his names? fingers. I thought, and what? the sun just smiles down and laughs as the world just disappears by halves. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll get to the Sonic review soon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but it, it currently holds the best box office opening for a video game adaptation, which is kind of surprising. No. Okay. It's it's a low bar. Uh, I mean, Resident Evil, I feel like, is the only contender. But, like, you have the, the, the comparison here of, like, this being a PG movie and that being rated R. And well, rated R movies typically have trouble, like, you know. None of, none of their openings have done this well. Um, mm. Accumulatively, like, worldwide. Their worldwide's like, they got to, like, 1.2 billion across fucking nine and a half films. I'm, mm. I'm pretty sure that number's right. Okay. And so, like, this had a great opening. This this opened past Pikachu, because Pikachu had, uh, sorry, the Pikachu detective had <laughs> 54 million yeah. in one weekend, right? So this one they're saying projecting for, like, 68 million? Yeah, that's what they were projecting, but yeah, they yeah. blasted past that. It blasted pl- I just saw a news article, right? I, I ignored your numbers that you just said a second ago. Uh, $95 million is the budget. $110 million is the current worldwide oh, wow. gross. Jesus Christ. Yeah, $68 million was the domestic. Jesus so Christ. It's pretty crazy. That, that's domestic alone? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah, and it has a current Rotten Tomato score of 63%, so that's fine. Like, I don't think that's it, fair. It's gonna lo- I don't think everybody's going to love it. A tough but fair yeah. score. We got, we got a good cast here. We got Ben Schwartz as Sonic, Jim Carrey as Robotnik, James Marsden as Tom Wachowski, uh, Tika Sumter is his wife and a shout out to Lee Majab who plays Stone who is like Robotnik's sidekick or right, assistant his, his right hand man yeah, they had yeah. some pretty good interplay there apparently Paul Rudd was originally in the talks to play uh, Tom really but he declines yeah damn I would have really enjoyed that that would have been great and apparently Tom Holland Josh Gad Chris Pratt Andy Samberg Bill Hader Will Forte Jim Parsons Charlie Day Jesus and Paul Rudd were all considered for the voice of Sonic Oh, for the voices. I thought you were naming everyone that could have been Robotnik. No, 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 no. And I was so like, that's, one of them that's, could have that's been That's just Robotnik. for Sonic. Okay. Oh, uh, Adam Adam Devine is in there uh, as well from Workaholics, which he would have been good. As Sonic? Yeah, I wouldn't have minded that at all. Yeah, yeah probably. Sure. I, anybody can play Sonic, yeah. right? You just like, you go like, I love chili dogs. <laughs> oh, speed is my fucking thing. I love speed. <laughs> so last bit here. The movie was originally released in fall of 2012, but fan backlash caused it to basically get pushed back quote from jeff fowler himself it was pretty clear on the day the trailer was released just seeing the feedback and hearing the feedback that fans were not happy with where we were at fowler additionally tweeted you aren't happy with the design and want changes i'm going it's going to happen the message was very clear in a situation like that it it was very little discussion we just knew that the work had to be done we just rolled up our sleeves and dived in and honestly like i think their efforts like really paid off with it like i i I think if they stuck with the original design, it would have just been weird. But I think this really cements it as kind of more of an organic, natural, fun kids movie mm-hmm. where Sonic actually fits in that world. And like he's, he's a fun character to look at. And seeing him interact with that universe is kind of a blast for what it is. So, Yeah, they did a, they did a good job in fully understanding that I would spend uh, 90 straight minutes staring at the CG thing. They, it wasn't like you said ninety minutes. How long was the movie? The movie was an hour and forty minutes, which cra- which is crazy because it didn't feel that long. No, it it felt kind of fast. Mm-hmm. Cause like the character, it's kind of a running theme like for the, the, the whole movie. He's speed. I so we'll do some spoiler free thoughts about it. I liked it. It didn't like blow my world away. It's honestly like I said, the best Sonic movie we're gonna get. It you had a lot get of great a Sonic tattoo. I'm fucking get the one from um, Sonic and Knuckles on my uh, left shoulder. Which is what? Them finger <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, well, it's actually a silhouette of their two faces kind of like okay. uh, intermingling like yin and yang. But then oh, like wow. Echidna's finger banging them under the table. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it must be the 32-bit version. I don't know. <laughs> Make his coins spill all over the place. <laughs> Christ almighty. But I, I liked it enough. I, I honestly think the parts that like really tickled me were all like the Sonic and Sega throwback moments. Like the opening moments or like all the little Easter eggs here and there that kind of made it fun to watch for mm-hmm. me. 
Um, but otherwise it was like a kid's movie. Like, so like, I think kids are going to love it for me. It was just like, okay, that was cool. That's like what all I could ask for, for a Sonic movie, you know, this fun fish out of water movie that felt kind of like ET and just kind of worked with everything they had. I think it landed um, just a little bit north of better than I expected, mm-hmm. but just a tiny bit. I thought you were going to hate it, to be honest. I I didn't walk in wanting to hate it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I love the Blue Thunder. I, I love all of the, the demo discs that he was on and mm-hmm. the other ones, Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I actually enjoyed the movie. I found myself li- laughing. I like that they really leaned into the comedy aspect of mm-hmm. it, of like how ridiculous this fucking thing was yeah but at a certain point they just made you believe that well everyone's reacting to him like there's no like hidden goofy logic where mm-hmm. you know like like movies where the animals talk and people just like accept that mm-hmm. like no, no 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 sonic is a weird fucking anomaly on their earth and yeah. i like that they played that up i like the way that they explained it too because it's just like i was like how are they going to make him fit in this world that like you know seems normal like when they were like pitching it as he's from another planet and i'm like oh god right i'm just like ooh, because remember they tried to do that with the the reboot the michael bay reboot of ninja turtles they're mm-hmm. like oh they're fucking aliens yep. and people are like uh no they're mutant ninja turtles like wait, wait what and yeah. so they had to dial back on that I was actually okay with what they did. Mm. Although, let me let me talk about this aspect because this stuck out to me a lot in the movie. Sure, it opened like the Krypton sequence for Man of Steel. It really did, which is a weird statement to say about a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. But mm. like, it, it opens up and there's these huge stakes. There's these fucking Enchidna, the Enchidna fucking Enchidna clan, tribesmen the tribe after him. is going after Sonic, and because he has a power, like, much like Kal El. Yeah, apparently everyone's like, oh, you're super fucking fast, man. That's not normal in any world. <laughs> He's out there snorting rings and doing loop-de-loops in Green Hill Zone. So. Right. People look at him and yeah. go like, yo, you're 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 special, I think, man. <laughs> but um, the person who was protecting him was a giant owl? This guardian a, owl. A who lady I've, owl? I've never seen this character. I don't know if it's, who, if it's canon or not. Was this from, like, Spinball or 3D Blast? Like, what? who was this? What? I, I don't know at all. It was like a weird Guardians of the Gahul crossover. Well, I, I respect this shit out of this movie because it does what all good kids movies do which is start with a death and yeah. that owl lady <laughs> fucking sacrificed herself oh, yeah. to throw his ass into a ring onto planet earth and he lived his you know lived his mm. days out but that owl woman's dead that was pretty crazy so yeah we'll, we'll get into the spoilers here she's yeah. defending him was that because... a spoiler sorry guys yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> i mean it's the first like, minutes ten... well yeah it's like the first five to ten minutes <laughs> yeah. and honestly like i respect the fact that they get in and get out with that and get him to earth as soon as possible um instead of wasting like fucking half the movie on where green hill planet you know but i like that you see him grow up you see him do sonic things you know, he does all the shit that's iconic from, like, the first game. He runs across a bridge, it collapses, and then, yeah, he's with this, this owl lady who's like, you're a special hedgehog, and I gotta protect you. And that climax of her, like, holding off these all these guardians really made me think of, like, Hodor in uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, you said that, like, in the theater. <laughs> I was like, first hold all, the door! <laughs> first of all, we don't, we don't come back to this owl lady either. Like, this doesn't, like, she just does not, she's not spoken on. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't talk about her at all. Oh, to talk about her to, like, James Marsden's character. So, like, I'm just like, it could have been anything. Like, mm-hmm. wouldn't it have been cool if it was like a callback to the games mm-hmm. i don't know like an older maybe she is honestly like i said i'm a older hedgehog Sonic creature i don't i have no so idea so it's a possibility that like maybe she's in the game somewhere it's part of sonic forces um yeah maybe yeah could be but okay. I, d- I did think it was cool that they had the the tribe of echidnas which is kind of like a little easter egg to like knuckles like maybe he was a part of the tribe maybe he's one of the ones that's like hunting sonic 
which is kind of neat. I got a whole bunch of Easter eggs that I'll probably read off throughout or after. Who really knows <sighs> at this point? How exciting. Yeah. Get it, Get into it, man. Get into it. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm here. So they do the thing with the rings, right? Where it's like, how are we going to get them to Earth? Well, in the games, like the rings are kind of like portals and they kind of like use that hand a lot in this movie. Where it's yeah, like, surprisingly. Like, he has a satchel of rings. Okay, he can use them as like portals to get to wherever he wants. He just has to like imagine the place or, or, or be able to visualize it in a sense you know sure um and the games do that too where it's like you use the the ring support a little like bonus level so it's kind of neat how they integrated it into the world so he lives in a town called what green hill green hill montana and, and he watches a cop there's a fun. sheriff <laughs> of the town uh james marzen mm-hmm. who plays what tom Wachowski tom or some Wachowski, whatever yeah. the fuck it is tom mm-hmm. and he he calls him the donut lord because mm-hmm. he eats donuts it's cute yeah. some good lines here and there and he calls his wife the pretzel lady the, the pretzel lady uh <laughs> that could be misconstrued but mm-hmm. uh yeah that especially when it's like yeah sonic's been watching these people and for like years and he, he's basically imagining himself as a part of their family mm-hmm. right like to the point where when he actually meets tom he's almost crestfallen to find out that this person does, doesn't have harbor any like good feelings toward him or anything like that because mm-hmm. he doesn't know what the fuck he is or yeah that he's been watching him for like the better part and of he, five he, years. he makes that reveal he's like oh i've been watching he's like really and then he's like oh, i call you the do- donut lord and he's like why do you call me that he's like because the donuts listen to you and if they don't you eat them <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah he's, he kind of does that because he literally watches him like uh on station like throughout like the city like doing whatever maybe like, i'm over like hyper focusing on the fact that he's been watching these people and has has had uh m- mind imaginings and his mind palace yeah. of of living with them and i whatnot, mean right? we didn't see any like panovers like to to his little um tree treehouse room there were right. no pictures of like treehouse so, no he lives in a cave dude it was like in a like a stump like a hollowed out stump that he made a home out of or some yeah, shit yeah no he lived like in some sort of weird cave thing but like okay so you know most creepy like situations where it's like oh uh uh, an obsessed lover basically takes a photo of the person they're obsessed with and cuts out like the the significant other. It's not like Sonic's head was over. Are you like, giving me the playbook? His his What's wife's face or anything like that. He was like, no, he, he was just admiring this family because like this movie's about loneliness, right? Like Sonic is at on- its core. Sonic the Hedgehog is about loneliness. Like this movie is about loneliness. It's about friendship. It's about family. Like wow. the Fast and Furious movies. There's a lot of stuff going on. And here. he just wants to be a part of Tom's world because, like, he respects him a lot. He loves him, and he wants to. He be says with it's him. his favorite human. Yeah. No, he makes that call a few yeah. times. He says he has really good skin mm-hmm. a couple of times in yeah. the film. I don't, you might have been in the bathroom or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Yeah. But he was just like, you just have good skin. <laughs> it was really weird when he went up to Tom, yeah. like just up and close, and just kind of like smelled him like really deeply, and like <laughs> the hair on the end of like. Like Sonic's arm just kind of rose up, and he almost went supersonic. Yeah, his quills were like shivering. Yeah, in that one that, part, it was pretty weird. Yeah, it was it was weird that there's like no music, no nothing, yeah. just just that for a solid minute. Yeah, that was strange. <laughs> there's some choices in this film for sure, I, and some of them I like. Right, mm-hmm. the way they establish him in the world too, where it's like the the peripheral of the town, like um Carl, uh, basically sees him as like a crypto cryptozoological demon that he's hunting who's carl the crazy guy the crazy carl? guy yeah, he's the like, he's out, yeah that that was kind of cute he, yeah. he pulls up like a picture of like a, a like a, a sanic meme San, the sanic meme sanic meme yeah, going like i've seen him <laughs> <laughs> like i really like see i appreciated that there's a there's some camp to this right yeah some camp and charm very tongue-in-cheek some of it like did, i would say the movie was more even than uneven because mm-hmm. like some of the humor played off well other jokes were just yeah. like all right you can kind of walk away from this like you don't need to do this like, yeah and that's how i felt entirely about jim carrey's robotnik i there there were some scenes where it's like i i get it mm-hmm. he's a 
legacy comedy actor mm-hmm. and you're basically like jim just go improv just be but you. you need to know how to also edit around that pretty well and i just yeah. think they left the camera rolling for like way too long on certain parts mm-hmm. where it's just like mm, he told like two good jokes and the rest is just uncomfortable <laughs> yeah like i honestly thought he was gonna carry the movie because i didn't think the rest of it was going to be yeah. that good and some of his scenes, like, when they intro him, like, I wasn't super impressed with how they, like, introduced him into the world. And I was like, okay. Like, basically what happens is Sonic, um, in his infinite loneliness, sets off, like, a huge EMP that makes, like, all the power in the PNW After the off. baseball scene. After the baseball scene where he's playing baseball. Can I himself. talk to you real quick, real sure, quick? Sure. I love all the trailers have, like, the, or the new trailers, I should mm-hmm. say, have the baseball scene. Yeah. Where he's, like, roaming around and doing funny, like, play, pretending to be, like, all seven players of the team or it's whatever. Pretty good. Like it, it, Like, it's good. Yeah. And yet, all of these, like, fun shots from the trailers in the film itself are always just fucking, like, the shoe drops when Sonic just, like, slumps his shoulders and go, oh, I'm the only one that knows I'm here. Like, his depression shows up instantly. And it happens, like, a good three fucking times in the movie. And I'm mm. just like, that's heavy. The tone <laughs> shifts so hard around that, like, so theme hard. every time. Like, because he's playing yeah. and he gets excited for his win. He got a home run with his team of Sonics. Um, and then he realizes nobody's watching and it makes him so sad that he fucking just goes off. And I'm like, and, oh, yeah, it shit, makes dude. him mad. And he goes like, he does his little fucking EMP bomb. That was great. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like the movie actually surprised me in some elements here and there. And I'm saying like, it's not like this fucking fantastic emotional adventure, mm-hmm. but I was like, they put more care than I expected there to be mm-hmm. for like, okay, you're in an exec meeting, right? And mm-hmm. you're like, what do we do with Sonic? And somebody's like, do we do a full CG movie? And it's like, ah, we could. That could get pricey, especially fucking fail. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. And another guy's just like, well, it's got to stand out a bit. What if we do like that live action kind of thing? And it's like, oh, we've been trying to do another fucking um, uh, Who Killed Jessica Rabbit. What's that movie actually called? <laughs> who Framed <laughs> Who Roger Framed Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. <laughs> We've been trying to do that shit. Who diddled Jessica Rabbit? Jesus Christ. (laughs) We've been trying to do that for 25 fucking years. And it's just like, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Like Ted, right? Yeah. And which people liked and I'm just like, okay. Sure. And somebody would like be able to check it off where it's like, yep, yeah, it's a buddy comedy. Um, they make like a fart joke about chili dogs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Check it all off. And somebody else walked in there and was just like, yeah, but I kind of want to say a little bit of something. Right. Mm-hmm. And they sprinkled that into the script. And it had it actually, that's those little moments are the ones that actually like kind of push that movie a bit forward mm-hmm. away from being kind of disposable. Right. So, I mean, cause it had a very basic plot mm-hmm. like oh, super the super emp basic. goes off he gets like on the government's radar they bring in robotnik and it basically be- becomes like a like a chase, chase movie, movie and yeah. he has to hide and he's like okay i gotta get away from here i'm gonna go to san francisco because um, he because uh well he has to go to san francisco because the first time he meets uh james marsden mm-hmm. my dude tranquilizes him mm-hmm. and sees like a t-shirt that says san francisco on it mm-hmm. and so he drops one of his fucking rings and then his whole bag of sonic yep. rings goes to san francisco and he's like shit those are my portals like i gotta get them back he and says exactly that he's like hold fucking shit tom i need to get those fucking oreo rings back <laughs> i need those golden oreos i need those rings dude and uh yeah so that's basically the plot of the movie him mm-hmm. escaping robotnik who is chasing him because he wants to experiment on pretty him and, easy match and do mad right? science on yeah. him and like even the the end beats it's like well he gets to san francisco and basically what you think is going to happen happens you know it's, yeah it doesn't like throw any weird punches at you it's kind of like very transparent along the way and it's what they do with the story in the world that makes it feel and really cool. the 
character work. Yeah. Because like I said, some of the comedy really works. And that buddy mm-hmm. that buddy comedy feel like kind of worked for me. We were so, just like, hey, okay. I'll say I was hoping for an homage that was kind of like into the Spider-Verse that was kind of ripe with like memes and references. And like, it is that, but I feel like it kind of reserves some of the other things that I wanted from it. Like I would have liked more like music and like, you know, maybe just a, a tighter, better script in terms of like the writing and characterization. Oh, no, I'll agree. But, it's actually super reserved yeah. about like when it, you like even when it does use the Sonic theme, mm-hmm. it only happens as this little tasteful piano theme yep. toward the very tail end of the movie. Yeah. Well, they use it in the beginning too when they do like the actual like intro with the Paramount uh, and the beginning like Sega Productions logo, which is pretty dope. That was cool because then it started showing other like say, like it was like a, a mock of the Marvel logo yep. basically where it go, runs through all the comics. Mm-hmm. This one ran through all Sega games and Kiru Kazuma showed Kiru up Kama, there. Kazuma was there. Space Channel 5 was there. I think Valkyria Chronicles. Like a bunch of Sega games that have just been fucking so important for the, the lineage of the 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 game company i was kind of so. confused i was like so sega has like a movie studio now like is that what's I, I think that's or, what's trying to to happen or they were just like give us a logo we need relevancy <laughs> we're trying to launch a dreamcast too oh, fuck <laughs> which which was sadly dead in the water that that console um how dare you but yeah so bare bones plot um but we get robotnik on the scene and he's i think jim carrey does a good job at characterizing him and definitely the like the descent of madness that becomes Robotnik when he's obsessed with like finding Sonic and trying to do what he wants to do with him. Um, but I think some of the, like, like you said, some of the lines were overdone. They give him too much like kind of time to like improvise in that Jim Carrey way. And like, yeah, they could have cut down on it and made it a little punchier. Cause like his bent is like, he's always the smartest person in the room and he's always condescending and kind of a jackass to everybody else. Yeah. He's an absolute jackass. Like, the entire time. Um, yeah. And he, we only get kind of one counterbalance, which is his um, assistant stone, which, you know, they, they have a great pit for Pat together for sure sure but, but like jim carrey's parts he, he holds it well mm-hmm. but i would say only maybe like 30 percent of it is truly funny or witty mm-hmm. the rest of it's really just kind of obvious it reminded me of spy kids almost sure like when the celebrity cameos are in that film yeah. like sylvester stallone gets to be a goofball like that's basically what yeah. jim carrey was doing he's like i'm gonna be an asshole goofball because sonic and yeah like, i mean this yeah. isn't comedy that you're gonna go home and study and write a comedic career based off of it's it's kids humor it's super like kind of baseline and it's totally a role that you could tell like there was almost zilch when it came to the writing department for yeah. it they were like the, the here's his motivations we need to really find an actor that just kind of gives us what this mm. role is gonna be and they're like yeah jim carrey's gonna landed and it's like does he know who robotnik is who gives a fuck just let him do his thing i mean i think he had kids who who like sonic i don't, I don't know jim carrey's old man jim- all of his kids are 49 right now <laughs> <laughs> they grew up playing fucking uh sonic cd and all those older versions <laughs> grew up playing pong or <laughs> yeah um but like he lands it here and there um i i honestly think they did a great job at um characterizing robotnik otherwise making him this madman when you finally get him like in the pursuit and he fucking dons like the the flight suit for the first time like that red flight suit and like you kind of see him slipping into like what later becomes like Eggman it's like it's kind of cool to see the transition and like all the Robotnik things that he does like along the way he's like he's chasing him in vehicles his vehicle gets fucking damaged because Sonic's like fucking like trying to like you know combat him and then he comes out in a smaller vehicle and in a smaller vehicle and he sends drones after him and like that's all very like Robotnik like that shit that would happen in the games and it's kind of like it's neat to see it come to the screen in a way that didn't feel like um, phony or like uh, hokey, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like the references, were, the references were there, and they mm-hmm. made it as like 
realistic as possible yeah i guess because the movie the movie's a big cartoon but it still had this kind of degree of realism and mm. leaned in on its jokes and stuff like the whole bit with um his uh his girlfriend's sister when they go to san francisco oh my god she's like freaking out and he's like you need to divorce this motherfucker he's an idiot he loves aliens <laughs> <laughs> the entire time and that's yeah literally fucking, like over the phone for the first time because like he gets uh branded by the i guess the u.s government as like a fugitive and yeah a terrorist no they call him a terrorist <laughs> <laughs> and his, the sister over the phone's like i got i got one word for you d-i-v-o-r-c-e divorce that man and she's like calm down now calm down yeah but like yeah the, the sister was kind of i liked her a lot she she had a lot of character yeah it's fun like yeah. there, there there's fun elements to the movie yeah. right I, th- I did think it was pretty crazy when sonic uh tied up the sister though and basically <laughs> told her now you're in the sunken place <laughs> it was pretty wild yeah that was that was a lot i must yeah. have been in the bathroom for that one man sink he's i don't i have no idea why that happened a lot i was kind of weirded out how many times sonic kept on referring to his uh speed rection like oh I was yeah really unsure yeah, he was like hey james look how fast i can get it up <laughs> <laughs> no, that was kind of nuts yeah yeah they, there is a hotel scene with him and uh james marston mm-hmm. right and they make a fart joke they make at least one fart joke because like that's how you cash the check-in for cgi mm-hmm. children's films right it's like if you're if you're cgi monstrosity mm-hmm. whether it be like a talking bird or a hedgehog if it doesn't fart at some it's point fucking throw away yeah. everything now like, if it was pg-13 oh. you could throw some dick jokes in there but yo he can shart he could shart he, he could shart at a pg-13 he could shart right on the bed <laughs> sonic, sonic <laughs> shorts <laughs> that's a sonic force i'm yeah. not ready for <laughs> no dude um totally fine the dude next to me was like eating up every joke i had like, noticed that that he was i think he was like preteen age but he was loving all the fart jokes loving all the, the oh, he was there for it. humor it was great he was there for it, it was yeah, like it was fucking fun. it was great it was like a like a fucking sonic meetup for him it's like he's meeting the sonic team that <laughs> like legit he cheered a couple of times yeah. it was, it was kind of fun <laughs> so the, the movie is basically like what like uh like a chase movie across the pacific northwest getting sonic to san francisco and they take yeah. him to like some interesting set pieces along the way like they go to like a bar and Sonic basically like incites a bar fight. Has a has a big bar fight, which is kind of fun. Yeah, they make Sonic dress up in funny costumes yeah. to hide and say yeah. like, "Oh, this is just my friend. He's got a skin condition. He's he's also miniature. He's also really small. And nobody questions it. Yeah, like all. don't worry about that." And then basically he they so they does it a couple of times in this movie. Basically these slow motion sequences that are a riff on what Quicksilver did in mm-hmm. the X-Men movies. Like Days to Future Past. Like down down to like, oh, let's have like a song playing while mm-hmm. this happens, right? Like it's it's the same thing, but it it works well mm-hmm. given that they play it up for humor and not just coolness sometimes. So yeah, I think some of it works. Uh the yeah. first scene that they do in the bar, that is that slow motion kind of reconstructed scene. It's it's fun to watch. But I think the later one where he's fighting Robotnik and kind of like slowing down the missiles and turning all the ships at him and kind of like trying to like take him down. That's a way cooler. That's a way cooler scene for me just because I like the way it's constructed a little bit more. Because the other one did feel like a weird like throwback to like just Quicksilver. And I'm like, okay, it it it's did. a pale imitation, um, but it, it was still fun for what I it wouldn't was. wouldn't say pale, man. I would say blue. A blue ah! invitation. <laughs> we have fun here. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun seeing him uh, wreck people in like a Westworld style bar fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those callbacks of Westworld are so strong for you, right? Yeah, really though. This movie was like, it had so many fucking callbacks and Easter eggs. Like all, all the references to like going fast that called in like movies like Speed or like 
the Fast and Furious reference. Yeah, like it, it referenced a bunch of like action movies where I was just like, hmm, it's not really referencing video games. Mm. Like I expected a little bit more. But what was really cool is the one reference where James Marston basically shoots himself in the head <laughs> and Sonic erupts out of him as his persona, like in Persona 3. Yeah. I was like, that's a good callback. Yeah, I was at the bathroom at that point, but like, yeah. I heard people kind of reacting okay. through the walls. For sure. Um, wow, yeah, that, that one brought crazy. the house down. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Fuck, yeah, dude. Atlas, yeah. we're getting that game yeah. going. Although, I don't know. There's some other weird things. Like, for every cool moment, like, I thought it was pretty weird that Sonic kept on saying like he deplored the idea of eugenics, but kept on saying that it would work in practice. Like, like throughout the film, he just kind of sprinkled that in between scenes Mm -hmm. yeah that was odd i thought it was really weird like at the bar fight right where he kind of like did the spin dash into a bar patron and knocked off his maga hat uh and instead of like keeping it make america great again he wrote make america blue again and i was like that's weird sonic that's strange you remember during the chase sequence with robotnik Mm -hmm. there was actually a a campaign just for the g sorry a campaign bus for the gop Mm -hmm. and he cut them off and they fucking (laughs) flew off of a ravine (laughs) And it shows a little explosion where hats, MAGA hats went up in the air. That was crazy, dude. That was pretty wild. That was pretty wild. You know what I didn't care for, though? Hmm. The scene where Sonic removed his gloves and showed that it was just skinless hands. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, no, talking about, like, body part reveals... He, uh, his little feet. His little Sonic feet. When, he, when they make it to like um, Tom's wife's yeah. sister house in, in San Francisco, like yeah. he gets badly hurt during like, Are they the... married, by the way? Him and his wife? I think so. They're... At this point, maybe it's a civil No, I think union. they are married. Yeah. Are him and his wife married? Is <laughs> yeah. a question I legit ask. But yeah, when they make it to um, the sister's house and like he's badly injured and they take his, his shoes off uh, and they look at his little feet and the, the daughter, I guess Tom's niece, I don't even know what to call her at this point she kind of makes this acknowledging look like i got a solution for that and she goes like to her room and pulls out i guess like ladies pumas i guess so <laughs> to like give uh, sonic a new pair of shoes because he's he's rocking like these old beat up like tennis sneakers the they look like time. new balances they look mismatched too like, they look he... like the shoes my dad would wear <laughs> yeah, he loves those new balances like they they don't necessarily have good arch support anymore but he wears mm. it because he doesn't want to spend the money you know sonic yeah well your dad oh sorry <laughs> i was like how does sonic make money right it's a good question. Steal it really fast? Or, or like, what, what does he do? I mean, they, they kind of make it seem like he's living in that world and kind of... He's kind of like a hoarder. He's like a Hoarding and stealing, yeah. Yeah, he's just like, stealing bullshit. He stole, like, ping pong tables and all the shit that he has, right. like, in his fucking, uh, in his treehouse. So, yeah, I don't know. He, he gets by in that world. I'm, I'm glad that he was um so, you know harmonious with that town because it could have been like a like that one movie uh hollow man mm-hmm. with kevin bacon because this he has the speed power right he can do whatever he wants mm-hmm. he already fell in love with this beautiful sheriff mm-hmm. and has been watching him every day of his life mm-hmm. so he could have shown up and done some crazy stuff right like hold his uh wife at gunpoint yeah <laughs> like a real us situation or something or like swim fan swim fan <laughs> yeah there you go i'm, I'm looking for like a cra- <laughs> i think swim fam is right where i landed on this i want my sonic swim fam fanfic <laughs> where he's hunting somebody like just he, it's out of love but then he finds their partner and he's basically like hunting down tom's wife and like he's waiting outside like the front doorstep with a baseball bat and like blows yeah. out her kneecaps or something I, I, i'm just saying i know i keep on returning to the stalker thing <laughs> but like what is he but not a stalker but like dude you could have introduced it any other way where it's just like oh the moment he goes into the world like he runs into a cop that has to hide him that's Mm -hmm. a pretty simple like et scenario right and this movie like you said was basically et it's basically et it's like an alien from another planet that is having to be hidden from the government some bystander basically takes him in his care and they're trying to get what's the choice they made hey (laughs) 
I've been watching you for years. Yeah. <laughs> I've given you names in my head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to live with you. I want to watch the, the Keanu movie with you, your wife, and your other fur friend. <laughs> I am jealous of your fur friend. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But let me tell you, hmm. I still had a good time. Oh, no. I, I like this movie. I had a 3D blast with it. It was... Don't. <laughs> like, Please like I said, don't. It could have It could have been way worse. I was expecting it to be bad, but it was serviceable for right. like, uh, somebody like me who's enjoyed the, the video games for as long as I have. Like I said, there could have been more references. There, there are a shit ton of references, which are pretty cool. Um, and I would have liked a little more music, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, I'll get into some of the actual video game references here, because it's kind of cool. Did I miss some? Let's see. We did the opening where it features all those Sega games. The opening theme was done by the Hyper Potions, who composed the theme for Sonic Mania. Oh, shit. It's pretty cool. The Paramount opening had Sonic's rings around it, and the end credits did all the... Actually, the credits were my favorite part of the movie, where it felt very, like, 16-bit Sonic. Like, the end credits where it's like... It's showing you the the events of the movie, but it's, like, styled in the old, like, Sonic 1, Sonic 2 mm-hmm. format, and, like, it's it's just really fun to watch. Well, you remember Detective Pikachu did a very... Oh, you didn't see the end of that movie. I did not. Fuck. Well, they did, they did the same thing where they basically showed uh, the characters from the film in the artwork of the original games, mm. essentially. Yeah, when, like, they're versusing each other and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. Like, one character looked like Giovanni, like the art for him. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I need to get back to that because I've only watched, like, the first 30 minutes of it uh maybe less because i said i've seen so much of it but i haven't even gotten to the part where like detective pikachu shows up that's it's like 10 um, minutes into but, i don't i mean i enjoyed what i was watching it but i think i put it on because i was eating lunch and then i had to go somewhere so my my <laughs> thought is to return to it um what, what what other references we got here um sonic's home planet is green hill zone which we know and we got the tribe of echidnas which is also knuckles's race um san francisco the the main climax where they need to get sonic to it's an actual place from yeah, it's an actual place but it's also from sonic adventure too oh is it really <laughs> yeah the game opens up in that i thought i remember one of them happening that's where you're doing the skating sequence right where, yeah or you're snowboarding in the san francisco you're, you're snowboarding but you're also using the iconic sonic branded soaps excuse me to grind down railways and escape a truck in the the famous escape from san francisco scene. was that the era of the soap <laughs> yeah that was the era of soaps oh man we got to do a sidebar real quick for soaps because oh, please th- these were a shoe line that came out in 98 that i learned to love in like early 2000s uh, around the release of sonic adventure 2 because like they were basically pivoted as a skate shoe for skaters so th- it's the, sh- the shoe you can skate in without a board basically they had the the okay. wax heels in them that you could basically like use to grind on surfaces you know metal rails benches all this other shit and when i got into sonic adventure 2 because like i had a loner dreamcast they were doing all this hype marketing to like launch like year three of soaps basically and sonic was on the cover for him he was wearing them and it was it was really fucking neat but um be straight with me you had soaps i had a pair of soaps. you had a pair of soaps i legit had a pair of soaps they were so hot i've told the story like on five different episodes you really have where i had and a i don't pair, believe it every and single time i brought them to day camp and they were okay. so cool that like my fellow campers like wanted to borrow from borrow them from me so they could grind across like benches and like just random surfaces at the camp and Did- we got in trouble with them because like we probably shouldn't have been doing it but they were kind of a hot ticket item that summer not gonna lie. Could you imagine, like, you're just waxing up these rails and, like, some old lady, like, you know, loses her uh, balance on the stairs, <laughs> grabs onto a rail, it's all waxed. <laughs> it's all waxed because of me and my fucking this chick camper break, friends. Breaks your neck because, <laughs> because if you want to, like, root cause it, Sonic Adventure 2 <laughs> murdered that woman. <laughs> Listen, you, I. You know, I, I never thought of the repercussions like that. I before. think about consequences every day. 
Uh, that's one of them. Yeah. Well, they, they they sold the wax with those shoes, I think. If you went to, like, a Journeys in early 2000s, <laughs> like, you, you buy a pair of soaps and you get a free can of wax. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I use my Burt's Bees. <laughs> um so that was one of them there's a sign in san francisco one corner says mega the other says drive which is a callback to like the old sega mega drive that's kind of cool some other levels hilltop what's that (laughs) if you have to say it they didn't get it (laughs) uh hilltop zone is shown from sonic 2 it's the sign that he plays uh ping pong on it says hilltop zone on it you remember the big race scene where sonic and uh robotnik are racing through all the rings they go to like the great wall of china and all yeah. these other places. They race across uh, Sandopolis, which is a level from Sonic 3. Do they really? Yeah, That's cool. really cool. Actually, no. Sorry, Sonic and Knuckles. But that was a cool throwback. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then they they referenced throughout the entire film this bad planet, this noxious planet called... Uh, the, the Mushroom Place. Mushroom Hill, mushroom which is the, the opening area of um, Sonic 3. But they end up sending Robotnik there in the end. Yeah. Um, and that's where he, he becomes gets, Eggman. He gets super Robotnik-y. He gets super robot. He shaves his fucking head and uh, grows out his mustache and he makes stone friends. What was the joke he keeps saying over and over? Oh, the uh, he throws the rock of his stone friend and goes, Rockconnaissance! Rockconnaissance! <laughs> so good. It was actually great. That, that was a good For bit. some reason, Robotnik in the second half of the movie was ten times better than the first half of the movie. Because like, the jokes were like way punchier for some reason. Well, they, they were way punchier. They give him more to do. He's not just standing in a room insulting people. Like, he's interacting with Sonic. He's being Robotnik and it's kind of neat. Right. When he's not just standing there insulting people, like, he's kind of awesome when he's being an actual villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah, I like the de-evolution there, but um, he... Okay. He becomes Eggman in the beginning, uh, yeah. the end of the movie, and Eggman is actually like a name that didn't get used until like Sonic Adventure one or two, I think. Okay. So it took him years to like actually start calling Robotnik Eggman, but it was cool to see them tackle that evolution in the movie because whatever Sonic two that is evolution, be, yeah, that's a fucking evolution. We're gonna consider it like we call this stupid motherfucker Robotnik. Now he's Doctor Eggman. Now he's Doctor Eggman. How evolved? <laughs> he has five PhDs, but he's surviving on this fucking I, noxious mushroom planet. The, the fucking reverence that you have. Have for this franchise is unparalleled. I... <laughs> You're like, I really like that they tackle the pathos <laughs> of the Eggman. It was great. Jesus Christ. I'm actually super hyped for um, what will be Sonic 2 because this movie is undoubtedly going to get a sequel. It, it made gangbusters at the box office and they already started to set up the Easter eggs like fucking Robotnik going crazy. They showed Tails. The, I think it was the mid-credits. It was the mid-credits. Yeah, Tails shows up. And uh, do you, so what? What is what is Tails? Why is Tails such a... A beloved fan favorite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, it stands to reason in the furry community that he's a favorite for some reasons. Oh, my We're God. We're not going to get into that. We but, didn't get into furryism in this film. No. Do you think this would be a big hit with the furries? I think there were furry meetups specifically for this movie. I disagree. Yeah? I actually don't think there's enough to cling on to. There's not enough, mm-hmm. right? It's just Sonic. Right? So if a hedgehog is not your flavor, you mm. don't have enough to chow down on in this film. Okay. I think a sequel that brings in like Biggs the Cat sure. and all the rest of and them. Knuckles and everybody else. Oh, that's yeah. That's going to get the furries out like fucking. Oh, that's going to be a Yiffestranger. That's oh, not a word. Oh, a Yiffestranger. <laughs> I was trying to say a Yiff extravaganza that came go. out. Oh. Yiffestranger, which is a new country. You could say it got a, a, a Yiffaganza. It's a You Didn't Play. It's a, from Sol- Sonic the Lost Rings. <laughs> That's a level. <laughs> you know, I would say you made that up, but there are so many Sonic games that might be one of them. There are mm. fucking 70 Sonic games. You played them all. Most of them. But no, I'm Did you play of... the Bioware one? Uh, what was that one? Sonic? Uh, it was on the 3DS, Brotherhood right? of something. Brotherhood of Darkness. Brotherhood of, yeah. No, I didn't play that one, but it's kind of crazy that the Bioware yeah. did make a Sonic game. I'm, I'm interested. Again, <laughs> the morbid curiosity just arises sometimes yeah. for Sonic titles. I wonder if it's like an RPG. 
Uh, it is an RPG. It has turn-based combat, from what I understand. That's kind of cool. That works. Yeah. But no, you're right. A sequel is going to be bigger. It stands to reason that it will have Sonic, Tails, and probably Knuckles and a few other characters. Like There you go. That's a proper Yiffus. That's, that, that's all I need, man. What, what do we call those piles? <laughs> it's like a furry Dog pile? piles? No, the furry piles. piles. It sometimes happens at conventions. Mm. Not, not the ones that you want to be at, but it yeah. happens at convention center sometimes. Okay. A fur pile? A fur pile. A fur ball? I don't fur know. Pile. <laughs> it's something. What are... <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 2, fur pile. <laughs> um, we got some other fun little Easter eggs while we wrap this up. Um, Sonic wears a headband with the iconic Sonic 1 title on it. Sonic also reads Flash Comics and watches Speed and loves Fast and Furious, which is kind of my favorite reference in the whole movie. Right. That's true. It's about family. Yeah. Well, there's a scene where like he learns to drive a car in like, under like five seconds and he references like uh fast and furious was like i feel just like dominic toretto <laughs> i love my family that was funny that other <laughs> line was pretty funny too we uh he kept on saying we must seize the means of speed production oh yeah yeah, yeah he got really communistic there yeah that was strange that was he was in the great wall of china at that point he was definitely yeah, he, was, he was racing through and just saying that oh my god <laughs> I gotta wonder though, like what his max speed was throughout the entire movie, because like we see him mm. there. There are scenes where like he's he's fucking with uh, Tom when he's in his uh, cop car, like just trying to peg people for speeding normally, and he hits I think like three hundred miles per hour. But he for sure goes faster in the movie. So you actually wonder this? I want to know how fast he goes. And you want to make fun of people that want to talk about Dragon Ball Z power levels, right? Yeah. I do, actually, because Dragon Ball Z is lame. But you want to know how fast the fucking hedgehog monster is? It's a legitimate question. <laughs> like, why Why don't... If they're going to show him go fast against other fast things, yeah. cars, robots, other hedgehogs, like, I want Well, by the end of the movie, when yeah. he gets his fucking... His speed force powers from the, the fucking time treadmill or yeah. whatever was going on with him, mm-hmm. he, he fucking... He's going whipping whapping. He, he's got to be going, like, light speed at that point, at right? Least. Yeah. Sonic can go light speed. I think he's faster than the Millennium Falcon. Do you remember that one scene? Like, he went so fucking fast, he actually went back to see the assassination of JFK from the grassy knoll. And he almost stopped it. He ate a chili dog, actually. Yeah. That, that's why he didn't stop it. Really? He yeah. looked like uh, he was stopping it? I, I don't... He seemed to be enjoying himself. <laughs> he was in there with, like, a bowler hat and, like, sunglasses. And he's like, I could stop this, but why rewrite history? <laughs> you know the owl told me not to so yeah like it's like kingdom hearts like you're allowed to go to the other worlds but you yeah. can't change anything you can't nope nope don't do nothing it's it's just like a, a sound of thunder basically everything got fucked up when they kill one butterfly and it's like ah now we're fucking dinosaurs in 2028 it's honestly crazy. here's the sequel i want we sonic 2 the yep. butterfly effect the butterfly effect yeah, where it's kind of like you know the butterfly effect but his actions might have terrible consequences oh so he keeps on speeding back and past and trying to change things mm-hmm. right but it makes it worse and worse that's the- how you do a spider-verse movie where right? he meets like metal sonic and mm-hmm. shit or and tall weird sonic from adventure or fucking werewolf sonic from unleashed from unleashed like all these there's all these possibilities there's so many sonics like, that there's probably the idea that Robotnik will create a machine in, in Mushroom Hill Zone, and it will be this fucking time-space machine. And there, he can bring other monsters and, and beings into the world and create chaos. Yeah. I think you, that's pretty great. You sound actually really excited by that. Yeah, idea. I actually kind of am. See, I'm I, really excited for I got sequel. really bored, like, halfway through, because I'm just <laughs> like, oh, it's a Sonic movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's Here's the inevitable, inevitable sad thing about it, too. It's like, whenever there is a kid's movie sequel, it is never as good as the first one in jokes or mm. writing or anything. It's like... The, the second movie of an animated kids film is always the worst. Like Ooh, some of the, the trailers we saw for like what Peter Rabbit 2 and all these other movies. I didn't know it was like, a part two. I was Paddington horrified by that idea. Like, what? 
I, why do I want to see the the Cockney rabbits fucking <laughs> go on misadventures? Jesus Christ! It's a little much. There was a lot of much trailers during that. It's a lot of much. You definitely felt that we were at a kid movie too, right? Because you know all yeah. the fucking kids. Yeah. Well, honestly, like we went on a Saturday and at two p.m. That's the, a matinee. What we should have gone later, like adults. <laughs> yeah, you said that a few times. Like we should have got a later showing, and I'm like, but matinee kids make pricing. me uncomfortable. And it sucks that we were sitting in the they most loaded... They radiate bad energy. We were in the most loaded row of, like, bad energy kids. <laughs> it was yeah. the worst bad energy kids imaginable, right? They're mm-hmm. all hopped up in Sour sour Patch Kids, and they see the blue fucking lightning thunder thing, and they're mm-hmm. going nuts, losing their minds, the man. Like, it's crazy that all those kids were there, because it was almost, like, weird when Sonic um, saw Tails on screen for the first time and saw the thing with the, the spinning helicopter tail, and then Sonic took out his dick and was like, hey, Tails, look at what I can do, and started spinning around like a helicopter <laughs> I must have been in the bathroom Yeah, it was a real... I had to cover the kids That's next to really me's eyes. I'm like, don't look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, okay, so all in all... It was a fun, fun kids movie. Yeah, had a good time. Um, I, I had a good enough time. Like I didn't hate it. Um, I wanted to like it a little more. And yep. like I said, it it honestly probably could have used a few more like music references here and there. Like it would have been cool to use more original like Sonic music. And I'm not sure why they didn't. It like, bothers you so much. It does because like it's like what I, maybe it's to make it more accessible, right? Like maybe if you use like because they use like weird. Yeah, because like, Sonic music is annoying. <sighs> <laughs> listen using the 16-bit mega drive and the 32-bit system created some of the best soundtracks from the the mid to to late 90s sure yeah that's what i'm hearing i love mario tracks don't get me wrong but they're not nearly as dynamic as any of the songs dynamic one two sonic three knuckles let me let me call out some themes here lava reef zone wow angel zone okay hydropolis sandopolis should i stop let's keep going you could uh, green hill zone Duh. hilltop zone casino zone all these great levels it's a lot of zones yeah really the, right <laughs> and they're all divided into acts gotcha yeah gotcha <laughs> while we're here let me let me take what? you on a uh a, a, a hostage situation real quick why do we need to do this i, I want to just torture you just did you like more. this movie or not the, tell the people did, was this good you keep on like what are you imagining mm. that you thought uh it could have been right like the fucking martin scorsese's sonic <laughs> I, I don't sonic think they could have done better the than irishman this. i really don't think they could have done better than this i mean there were like a few things that kind of like affronted me and but it was all honestly to make it an accessible film for like audiences and and kids like you know they could have done a, a very you didn't like it when he flossed huh so honestly it was weird and pretty offensive when he did it twice sonic killed those farmers and then flossed over their dead bodies <laughs> and like i get that it's to make it like approachable <laughs> to the kids because flossing's in but i was like that's kind of weird sonic it's, it's a little strange yeah <laughs> it's a little strange i admit that but no i i liked it uh, enough i thought it, it was very serviceable and like yeah there were things that i i wanted from it but but then again at the end of the day this movie isn't for me it's for kids like this is a kids movie so like they're not trying to like do the sonic mania and fucking pop it full of references they're just trying to make a movie that's like both a video game movie and a movie that's gonna sell to a mainstream and i think they achieved that so yeah that they did credit that where credit to you there so where are you trying to pull up here so i'm gonna i'm gonna torture you real quick um Why? i'm gonna go fast with it it's gonna be it's so i have a lineage with sonic you know i've got the sonic and knuckles tattoos i have the soaps in my closet sure do. um i used to dye my hair blue and spike it <laughs> they call you the wax rail murderer <laughs> <laughs> I, I killed old miss regis the town will never forget <laughs> you're just wearing like a full sonic unitard <laughs> They called me the Blue Devil. <laughs> uh, but this is a list of my uh, top 10 favorite Sonic games. Sure. And honestly, I, I, I put this list together. You put this list together. I burp. Because you had no respect for me. 
Well, yeah, for one. I mean, if I had any respect for you, I wouldn't have taken you to see this movie and we wouldn't have done this podcast. That's true. But I was like, I want to put this list together of 10 games and you're like, there are even 10 Sonic games? Like, I think I, like, really broke your mind with the fact that there were 10 to rank. I don't know how you are able to pick 10. Um, because, I honestly, I had trouble. I had to knock some out. I picked at least, trouble. like, 13. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm going to start from number 10 here. Uh, Sonic Unleashed, which is just a crazy you, you game. You like that one? I thought it was for fun. The it, for the week? It was... Uh, the one I played was on PS3, I believe. Okay. And it was just a kind of wild approach into like a kind of closed circuited open world Sonic game where you're a werewolf and you have werewolf uh, abilities. Is it, it really was, a closed circuit? Yeah, open it was world? the first like Sonic we like those. Metroidvania, basically. You tell me I should play it? Like, would I enjoy that game? Probably not. Probably not. But like, it was it was Fair cool enough. to see him in a dynamic, different sort of skin, like as the werewolf. It, it worked. It worked. Yeah, Sonic loves skin. Yeah, Sonic. <laughs> What's number nine on here? <laughs> number nine is Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Okay, I like that one. Which is really great. That's a really good one. Uh, what's the closest analog to it? Like Poyo Poyo Tetris or like Tetris Dr. Mario. Attack? Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario is exactly the same Yeah, game. where it's yeah. like you're basically playing against like, um, what do they call them? Robotnik's Badniks or his baddies. And like you're basically trying to clear columns fast enough to like just defeat their rows and, and fuck them up. And that game's a lot of fun. It's really hard and it's really good. So I, I enjoy the shit out of that. Uh, number eight is Sonic 3D Blast, which I think you saw today. I did see today. It looked like absolute trash. That game sucks. Looked like, like shit. Like, I'm going to be honest. So why, what, is this like the top 10 worst Sonics? Or are you just going, what are you doing? What is this? How is this So number, Sonic 3D Blast how is this number um, eight on? was the first mascot game that I got to play in 3D. So this was, I think I played it before uh, Super Mario 64. And I was like, okay, this is Sonic in a 3D realm. Oh, so you're trying to say you j- you just didn't know better. <laughs> At the time, I didn't know better. Gotcha. Okay. And it was it was an interesting Christmas that year where I'm like, cool, I got Sonic 3D Blast. And it was it was fun going through those worlds in that 3D environment, but like it didn't all work. Okay. Like I think that the thing with Sonic, right, is like he... He functions best in the 2D realm, and when they do different dynamic things like that play in a 3D space, like maybe 3D backgrounds, or maybe like inverting the space, but a whole Sonic game in 3D is rough. Because like you have to like maintain like, okay, how is he going to go fast and not break this world? And it doesn't always work. And, and Sonic 3D Blast is an example of one of those worlds where it doesn't always work. I, uh, because I, they, they treat it like an adventure kind of game. Kind of amazed, too. man. I, yeah. They made two Sonic adventures. You know what the mold is. Well, And I'm hearing this blasphemy from you, man. Well, That's how you do a 3D Sonic. Sonic 3D Blast is earlier on. True. The, the better 3D games have yet to come. Okay. This okay. is just the proof of concept. All right. Number seven Keep is Sonic on Spinball. Because it's a legitimately good pinball game, too. I believe you. Yeah, that was great. You, you do the th- same thing where you're collecting Chaos Emeralds and you're beating bosses in like a pinball style. It's kind of neat. And it's, again, really hard. Like, I don't know why these Sonic games are so hard, but that one was particularly challenging. Because they're edgy. Edgy. Uh, number six, Sonic Adventure 2. If only for the introduction of Sonic um and all of his many friends so like shadow with his glock bigs the cat <laughs> did he have the Amy. gun in part two <laughs> he totally had the he gun had in glock. part two he really loved that gun he, I, that's his first appearance and he showed up like a badass and i'm like fuck dude you get to play as him too yeah that, i know that game's a lot of fun because you have the whole like i said the the good guy campaign and then the bad guy campaign and like all the levels are different um you get the infamous uh Sorry, um, a Knuckles hip-hop theme that's infamously bad. Oh, God. Um, which maybe I'll use for the outro music to this. Who knows? <laughs> Don't go out of your way. Number five, Sonic 2. Great game. Introduced Tails to the mainstream. Sure. Again. What's his What's his full name? Uh, Miles Tails something. I thought it, it's... So it's Miles Per Hour is his name, right? Miles Tails Per Hour? My, Miles... Because Mile, yeah, his name was a pun. Miles' full name. <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> you should know, man. You have a tails tattoo on your inner thigh. 
Miles Prower, born March 7th. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because his name is Per Hour Prower. Okay. The name Miles Prower is a pun on Miles Per Hour, a reference to the fame speed of Sonic the Hedgehog. I like that people are like, yeah, we're not going to let you have your dad joke. His name is Tails. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's Tails. It's fucking Tails. Um, But that game introduced him. It actually uh, introduced some really cool co-op where your friend could play as Tails, but it, it... he wasn't super dynamic really like mm. when you played it and played with him in just the single player campaign like if you jumped he could catch you and basically like helicopter you around and it was kind of neat do you think tails is a scab how do you mean like he would cross a picket line to go to work <laughs> number four on here but is a was... union buster <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly he would go to work for the the working man and, okay. and do what he needed to for them you know who else is a working man mm. mario here we are with mario again listen i'll i'll concede mario has more better games and a longer standing <laughs> legacy and his yeah. transition to 3d was seamless like hmm. i look at like mario 64 and that's one of the best 3d games best n64 games of all time okay you know i can't say the same about sonic 3d blast <laughs> i can't even say the same about sonic adventure 2 but you know they tried i mean i'll fight for adventure 2 yeah adventure 2 is fun it's a fun put it on the switch <laughs> put it put it on the switch, put it on the switch. Um, number four on here i gotta give kudos to the big uh number one dog himself sonic one 1991 Sonic it's first one. one it's a great one so good so many iconic levels and green hill zone green hill zone that's it scrap brain zone labyrinth zone all these cool fucking locations those real those are all real okay fine. yeah and i like the the climax of the game you fight robotnik in his lab and it's kind of cool in his home yeah well and but all the other games escalate it's like how do we get it bigger like sonic 2 you fight him in space you fight him on like a fucking robotnik like satellite egg ship that he okay. designed and you fight like a giant robot of uh robotnik and then you fight metal sonic in that one but part one is like back to your roots yeah. home invasion yeah basically he's, okay. he's like how do i get into robotnik's home and like fuck up his like everything <laughs> how do i quickly break in to how do i home? avoid the warranty on his home insurance yeah dude is that a thing you can do right. yeah of course <laughs> uh number three sonic mania because sonic mania is just the tits that's a good call back to the game that's number two number three Number three. Number three. There's a lot of Sonic. There's a lot. Sonic Mania is just great. Uh, it's made with a lot of love. You and know what I did after um, not really enjoying the first level that I played? I deleted it. <laughs> I was fucking. I, I watched you do it too. And I'm like, I said bye. Okay, that's uh, that's what's happening here. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to like it. You don't have to like it. I don't. Number two, Sonic Generations. I think you got me Sonic Generations for Christmas one I year. I did. Uh, for that the one PS3. was good. That one is good it was because. A good game. It does the thing where it's like, it's Sonic Mania ahead of its time where it's like, let's remix old levels. Let's make it a fan nod. But they do the thing where it's like one level is usually in 2D. Oh no, sorry. They do a set of um, 2D levels and they do, they do a set of 3D levels. And the 3D actually really works. They're actually really good. Yeah. That, those are my favorite parts of that game. The 3D levels that they do. Because so. they design the levels to like operate on a track in a way that actually works. And they give them the ability to like jump and like do honing attacks on enemies. You still have it, right? It's it's up there somewhere. Okay. For sure. Yeah, it's right past uh, the original Red Dead, which Sonic Generations is clearly so the better game. There's a third Sonic I like, that one. Yeah, I like that, that one. That one's awesome. Because I, borrow, I borrowed that from you, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is actually a good time. That was one where I was like, I can stand to try and platinum this. And How'd it go? I think I got 70% of the trophies. <sighs> and it actually had um, an emulated version of Sonic 1 on it, too, which was kind of cool all right so that's pretty dope and number one this is you know anybody could guess this is that if they follow me on twitter uh my number one sonic game of all time sonic 3 and knuckles man that game's the tits is it called sonic 3 and knuckles so they had an expansion version where they had sonic 3 and you can dock knuckle the knuckles disc onto it sonic 3 and knuckles and it's kind of like an expansion game where you get to play as 
Knuckles through the original Sonic 3 levels, and you get to play as all the characters through, like, Sonic 3 and Knuckles in full. It's looking up Pick 3 and Knuckles. So that game is... Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's the one. I consider it one game because, like, uh, Sonic and Knuckles is almost like an expansion because they introduced Knuckles in 3 as kind of, like, the antagonist that's, like, kind of Robotnik's lackey, which is why I think they could introduce him in the second Sonic movie. You'll be happy to know hmm. that Sonic 3 and Knuckles it currently sits an 8 out of 10 on Steam. It's a good game, dude. It's it's so fucking good. You get to play as, like, Sonic, Sonic and Tails, just Tails, just Knuckles, and they all play differently. So, that, I don't know. That game is great. It has some of, like, the most iconic levels for me. And honestly, like, when I look back, this is pre-Ocarina of Time for me. When I look back on the games that really influence why I like video game compositions and music... This is, like, the original, like, use case for, like, why I like it. This was the, a kickoff? The, the the music's so fucking phenomenal in that game. Like, I can't even, like, shut it down. Like, you can say what you want about the game, and you can say the music's annoying, but, like, the, the music's iconic. So, no, 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 no. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I totally respect yeah. the fact that you don't think that the music uh, is annoying or that the game sucks. Sure. That's, I totally respect yeah. it. But um, it does make sense, though. You kept on going, like, expressing your disappointment by the lack of music in the film. And I'm just like, I know where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. That music inspired him. You gave me that hook. You gave me that story. Mm-hmm. You gave me that that Daniel origin. Yeah. Right? Right? Sonic means something to you, man. It does. I'm sorry he thinks he... I think he sucks. <laughs> I think he's a cool character, right? And there's a few games that are okay. Mm. I just never grew up with Sonic like that, man. Yeah, and I mean, half of the world did. You know, you had your Mario fans, you had your Sonic fans. And that's kind of... Just half and half. It's like a Pepsi and Coke situation. It's th- th- There it is. Yeah. Like, so... Some people really fight Mario for Pepsi. is classic Coke, yeah. red and all, and fucking... Sonic is the cooler Pepsi, you know? The cooler Pepsi. Yeah. Why do, why do you think I like Wild Cherry Pepsi so much? Because it's that blue... Reminds you of Sonic and Knuckles. It's a, thank you. Specifically. He nailed it. He fucking nailed it. Yeah, no, man, I, know, I, I, I see you. I yeah. see you. I know what this was. Listen, I was in the theater with Daniel, yeah. and he was looking at the screen enraptured. He said to himself, that's my blue boy. That's my blue son. My blue boy. And he fucking wept in a couple of scenes, right? He wept. I was weeping with Sonic, because like when he hurt, I hurt. When I think of like what my Patronus would be from Harry Potter... Yeah. All I think of is Sonic. Really? Yeah. Mine would be a liquor from Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> so lashing his tongue at you. <laughs> Killing all the Dementors. <laughs> um, My so, happy place is this freak. <laughs> so yeah, um, good movie. But honestly, like I said to you after, if I was watching this at home for the first time, I would probably <laughs> You'd be, be naked. <laughs> <laughs> I would be naked, covered in wax like from my my soap shoes kit you'd have your and just sliding have your around sonic the apartment candle just like <laughs> pouring sonic wax on yourself soaping yourself why up. is he covered in blue wax and wearing red pumas <laughs> well that was a choice for the night happy valentine's day to me <laughs> it was quite the treat no but i was gonna say i would be on my phone if i was watching this movie at home like, yeah to be honest. yeah I, no i feel you like, i feel it's you. because mm-hmm. i paid to watch in the theater that i'm like okay you have my full attention but i do hope they go up from here right mm-hmm. i hope they give us a crazier story i think that the big thing is like when they got to the third act the third act really worked for me because mm-hmm. it had those big giant sonic moments of him like going across the fucking world mm-hmm. getting chased by crazy robotnik they even had they even made jim carrey look fucking badass in his goddamn suit thing remember he's like smiling and yeah. the things arching at him with yep. all the missiles and shit i was just like what all right some of the design was great in this movie mm-hmm. i do recommend it right i can actually confidently recommend this film and go say go watch it it's a good time turn your brain off you'll have fun you'll mm-hmm. laugh get on out of there and maybe they'll make a good sequel yeah. what did i say to you after this film i said that was better than venom 
You did say that, and that was actually my litmus test for the whole movie where I was comparing it to yeah. Venom. I liked Venom for the trash fire that it I was. I don't know why I compare these two, but for some reason, I'm just like, well, this was better. You know what it is? A film that subjected me to, like, 90% of a CGI character sure. for fucking however long, right? Yeah. Almost two hours. And between the two, I prefer Sonic. And actually, between Detective Pikachu and Sonic, I actually think I prefer Sonic. Yeah. I, I think so it what, what was it about... Detective Pikachu that didn't land as a whole for a movie. I think the character work was just not that good. It, it, some of the drama in that film felt so manufactured, mm-hmm. whereas some of the moments in this film legitimately felt genuine. Mm-hmm. That was the craziest thing. I was like, oh, this actually feels genuine. Like, Sonic's sad and it doesn't feel hokey. You're just like, oh, he's actually sad. And it's kind of cute that he he's forming a budding friendship with this guy mm-hmm. that he kind of idolizes. Yeah, That all worked for me, man. Detective Pikachu just felt like... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I remember watching like that first like 20 minutes or so and I'm like thinking this movie's really really dark. Is it is it rightfully dark? Is this darkness misplaced? Pikachu? Yeah, Detective yeah. Pikachu. Yeah, like, it's oddly dark. It's so dark. And, like, obviously the main character is dealing with, like, the death of his father or death slash disappearance of his father. And that's such an interesting backdrop for the world. But, like, it, it almost seems like the tone never quite lets up because it is trying to be, like, kind of a Pikachu noir movie. So. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some of that just mm. didn't land well. Yeah. It's either that movie needed to go harder or dial up on it. Sure. Or I should, dial back from it, I should say. Sonic was just the right, yeah, just the right right moves. Would you say it was the right speed? No, okay. I wouldn't. I do hope, though, that this opens up a new age and era of video game adaptations and movies and actually just opens the door for the Super Smash Brothers cinematic universe. God damn it, you and this shit. So, I With mean, we Metal have... Metal Gear Solid coming out soon? We got Metal Gear Solid, we have yeah. Castlevania the series, we have the animated Mario yeah. movie coming out, we have fucking Zelda <laughs> movies that are being teased. So, like, why not keep building, like, this cool video game universe and just make it work? I... We'll call it Sakurai Productions. Please, no. <laughs> Only tired people get to work here. <laughs> <laughs> but Holy ghosts. you know what people keep keep on waiting for like this this turning point for video game movies mm-hmm. but the thing is the truth is it was always going to be like boiling water right it was going to slowly boil over we started shitty mm-hmm. started fantastically bad sure. and we got a little better through time right the resident Evil movies are shitty mm-hmm. but they're not like complete trash fires the yeah, entire they're not time like the hitman movies. it's not stinky shit yeah it's just burning garbage sometimes that smells a little sweet right but then we got better past that right mm. uh, you know the tomb raider reboot was like oh this is just generic rather than mm-hmm. being flagrantly bad yeah um detective pikachu this is legitimately enjoying mm-hmm. yeah this was legitimately enjoyable and then you know you get to sonic and you're like that they landed a good comedy mm-hmm. like if this had nothing to do with a video game it's still a good comedy we're gonna slowly get there we're gonna get to our bioshock right our oscar winning bioshock one day but it's gonna be like another 10 fucking years <laughs> see i think that's the thing where maybe it gets twisted and I don't think everything needs to be adapted. Like, the, the the prospect of an Uncharted movie happening doesn't super excite me because, like, those games are very narrative-laden. They have such a strong story about them. I think, so- what is the world of Sonic? You can do so much with that because it hasn't really been told in full in, like, the way that a normal story has been told. A lot of it's contextual, much like Mario, much like Castlevania, all this other stuff. And you can build a more interesting world around that. Maybe the, the one outlier there is uh, The Witcher, because The Witcher bounced off of like a strong source material from like the video game and the original novels, um, and it made a strong case for itself with a good story. But I don't think everything that is like strictly just narrative based needs to be adapted. Um, and I think sometimes the ones that have more to work with, like um, Pokemon, this, they make for a more interesting case in a movie. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's a very measured response. But mm-hmm. um, you know what I want? 
What do you want? I want um the what's the squid one from Nintendo? The the squid apocalypse one from Nintendo. The Splatoon. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, Splatoon oh, the let's movie, have a right? Fucking, like it'll be PG-13, but it's about rival <clears throat> uh squid gangs in the streets. I think it's more of a class warfare kind of film mm-hmm. that you get the director of Parasite to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, make a big commentary there. Make a big commentary That could there. work. Yeah, that could work, right? <laughs> Have a spin. Because, like, you, you said it something. It's like, hey, I think the Sonic mythos, like, you could play with that, though. This movie didn't. Mm-hmm. This movie actually said, we're just going to rip this character and some things that you know about the character and try to inject them yeah. into the modern world, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a classic cartoon movie thing to do, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think the Rocky and Bullwinkle film did that fucking yeah. 15 years ago at this point right movies keep on doing that i i will see that gradual evolution to like where we look at it and go we're going to try to fully adapt this entire world Mm. and that's what they hollywood has had trouble sticking the landing on that right Mm -hmm. look at resident evil look at even silent hill people are like "Eh, this is half and half some people are like "Eh, this is fine right but not great we'll get there well i think it's like you have to match the tone or faithfulness to the original franchise somehow you know, Resident Evil doesn't do it because Resident Evil is so over the top through and through. The way the reason why the Silent Hill movies work is because like <laughs> that director understands what made those those games scary and how that could translate to the big screen. You know, mm-hmm. so you have to take an element that works, and a lot of what works is like the coolness of Sonic, the integration of him into that world, and then the characters around him while not overdoing it. And like, yeah, there is a lot of mythos to explore. The reason video game adaptations get in over their head is they try to do too much all at once like mm-hmm. save your your fucking ammo for like further movies like i think two is gonna go harder on the mythos of sonic and all these other characters for right. sure but like you know take your time with it like make straight build, fur pile build yeah, yeah. yeah straight fur pile time so, yeah. yeah okay i see that i see that yeah. i want a fur pile <laughs> <laughs> well good 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 movie right yeah. I, you... I actually say yeah i had a good time okay well, had a good time i'm glad to hear that you didn't have a complete uh, awful time you yeah know, and that, that's all i can ask for and it, it made my boy happy sonic has been a big part of my boy's life mm-hmm. and whatever makes this boy happy makes makes my heart swell he spins right me right around but not right swell in the bad way oh bad swelling's real bad that swelling's right. awful like a yeah, yeah yeah it gets tight in your chest right or gout yeah, yeah. Fucking awful, dude. Heart gout. Heart gout is the worst. What Sonic 3 is about. <laughs> about him comes down with terminal eating illness. too many chili dogs and like having to deal with like human ailments. <laughs> you got the speed diabetes, Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're coursing through your body fast. You already can't use your legs. <laughs> and Knuckles has to fight his way to the mushroom topville to find the, the right antidote for his speed diabetes. I'm going to leave that alone. Mushroom topville, that works. Mushroom top fill. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have a wheelchair. He just has like fucking tails to kind of just carry him around everywhere. Well, that that is our official uh, Gotta Go Fast Sonic review. Um, I hope you guys like the review. Hope you guys like the movie if you saw it. Um, if if you didn't see it, well, I think we talked about it enough for you to get a full picture of. If you what didn't it see is. it and you like just sat down on this entire podcast, this has been your fault. Like you've seen it. We gave point. you the speed spoiler warning. <laughs> no, we didn't actually. We just fucking sped dash right into it. Oh no! I tried. I'm sorry. I tried to put up a blue flag and warn people, but you 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 forged ahead. Ah, uh, catch it on Netflix. Uh, anyway, well, if you didn't know, we're the Save Room. I'm Daniel. That's Kevin. Hi. Um, typically, we're a video gaming podcast. You can find us over at Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google play cast box yeah SoundCloud. what's another one you just want to make one up sonic pod (laughs) you can find us on sonic pod this fall it's a new one it's in beta we renamed the days after sonic characters (laughs) tuesdays are bigs the cats
Uh, if you want to see our faces, you can find us on Twitch, Kevin, over at twitch.tv slash the red herb. The, sorry. Twitch.tv slash the red herb. Where he plays a lot of horror games. I think he's going to probably uh, platinum <laughs> Resident Evil proper on stream one of these days. Yeah, I love it. And you can find That's me my over, Sonic. That is your Sonic. My horror Sonic. Well, I, to be fair, I think my version of that for. Marine of Time and Zelda. Like the Zelda games, basically. Yeah, okay. I can yeah. see that those are both on nintendo systems sonic's different sonic is uh different yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i don't know where that went and you can find me over at twitch.tv slash dungeons and daniels playing games every friday doing my thing i guess i have a a new stream schedule that i've been adhering to which is fridays from like 10 until 4 4 30 fridays fridays friday so you gotta really hype it friday 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 Friday, Fridays. twitch.tv slash dungeons and daniels look out for some uncharted action we got sully we got nate we got what's her name oh it doesn't stop there we got amy we got biggs wait you're naming sonic characters we got metal sonic (laughs) which game was he in biggs no 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 fuck biggs uh metal sonic the only cool sonic there's a whole anime movie about metal sonic i think he got introed in sonic cd but i first know him from sonic 2 um as a invention that robotnik comes up with to basically thwart sonic because he's like well all my other machines aren't working and i've been (laughs) capturing these flickies to turn them into monstrosities and that hasn't helped i need to create a robot that's just as fast was there a, a flicky reference that I missed in the film or something? Or was it just birds in the movie? Well, it was pretty weird. Uh, the one scene where Tom's wife was just flicking the bean. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, everybody. This has been Sonic the Hedgehog in review. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> good, good night and go fast and eat ass. Gotta go fast, gotta eat ass. That's what I'm saying. Thanks, guys.
want to like <laughs> yeah, I want to edit that over like like the sound bit. Can you do the 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 the, the mean one again? The mean one again? Yeah. Well, I got to start with the nice one and then the bad one. Yeah, okay. Save room. Save room. <laughs> Save room. <laughs> so aggressive. It's, so yeah, it's there. You know, it's kind of intense how um, Sonic spun around Robotnik so fast that Robotnik's skin ripped off, and his, when his blood hit the screen, it made the word fatality. That was pretty wild. That was a good reference. Yeah. Whoopsie. Yeah. I really... <laughs> Whoopsie. Actually, I think it was kind of weird how Jet Set Radio was referred to as a designer drug the whole time, like in the movie. Like yeah. Every, like they always mention like on the radio going like, yeah, three more victims of Jet Set Radio. Well, I think Carl's first arrest uh, was for dealing Jet Set Radio. Who's Carl? The conspiracy theorist. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's he's a good man. Yeah, he's good, a good man. That's <laughs> Mario. I know. It's, it sounds like very counterintuitive. Yeah, but it's helping me summon my love okay. for for Sonic. For Sonic, because it makes me remember how much I hate Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What the fuck? It's fucked up, dude. It's pretty fucked up. I got it. He's blue collar, but I'm, I'm in it for the blue blur. Okay. Mm. Why? why not a few reasons right tell me one Mar- mario mario sure. is he's blue collar first of all so mm-hmm. he's he's a worker's man okay you know what i'm saying he's a representation of of the everyday man okay but he gets into these extraordinary circumstances in the same way that every man all men do honestly and it's it gets some ass and mm. he decided that he likes fancy ass fancy ass being royalty <laughs> he likes royal ass he likes royal ass <laughs> unfortunately for him lots of people do yeah. including this reptile bitch. like dinosaurs especially right this big old dinosaur that's like i'm a king i'm a king mm-hmm. and i need a fucking queen perfectly good queen over yeah. there has no one there because like who's gonna date a plumber that's what he's thinking that's true. right so he takes this chick okay. steals this she's like i want that pristine peach what's that pristine peach mm. it's, it's a very did they know what they were doing i don't know do you think they ever <laughs> they translated it the translator ever have sex like, uh who Bowser and Bowser, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. There's there's uh, fan art that shows that they have. <laughs> for sure. For sure. That's got to be going down, right? I mean, I guess that explains what, what Yoshi is, right? <sighs> no, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to give in to your erstwhile fantasies <laughs> of how Yoshi was created. Yoshi is from an egg, sir. Okay. Do not be ridiculous. But of course the turtle man plowed that blonde princess. Of course. <laughs> With a spiked Koopa tail absolutely just just straight awful <laughs> just straight awful <laughs> you, ever, you ever hear of uh of uh, the koopa bottom no tell me tell me about the koopa bottom oh dude that's where he's dipping like ass first almost <sighs> <sighs> you know the move where he like spins on the yeah. on a shell yeah that's just what he's doing like that's what inside he's doing there, like, right? his tails he's spinning on her exactly like who yeah <laughs> it's a capper. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Calls oh her a ballerina. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>